Welcome to our podcast, Adventures in the Herbarium, Preserving African Plants. I'm Mariela. And I'm Azul. We are interns working with the National Science Foundation, NSF, and the Thematic Collections Network, TCN, at the Field Museum of Natural History. The project we are working on is the digitization of African flowering plants and the public education about them. This is an ongoing project that will be finalized in September of 2024. In each podcast episode, we'll be exploring the importance of the tropical African flowering plants in our museum's collection. May 1771 two months before famed explorer and cartographer Captain James Cook's first expedition was to come to an end. He saw the island of St. Helena, located in the South Atlantic Ocean. Captain Cook and his crew only spent about five days on the island. In that time, Joseph Banks and Daniel Solander, two botanists who were sent on the expedition, gathered samples of Acalypha reticulata, a shrub native to the island commonly known as a copper leaf. They carefully pressed its large, green, heart-shaped leaves onto a sheet of collecting paper and sailed back to England to share their findings. With its once vibrant green color now faded to a rusty bronze, this plant is preserved at the Field Museum of Natural History in Chicago, Illinois, 250 years later. When scientists and researchers are preserving animal specimens for future study, they will often have them taxidermied or preserved in jars with a liquid solution such as formaldehyde. Although some plants are able to be preserved in fluid preservation, an easier way to collect specimens is by snipping the leaf of a plant and taping them onto sheets of specific collecting paper. To prevent decay and maintain the plant's physical characteristics, each specimen is carefully placed between cardboard and hardwood boards applying pressure to remove any moisture present during the pressing process. Once it's dried on the paper, collectors will write down important observations of the plant, such as its scientific name, if known, location, sometimes with the coordinates, date it was collected, and the name of the collector. When the process is complete and the plant is dried and mounted with its respective labels, it is then ready to be added to a collection of plants for future research and study. But where are all these plants stored? These plants will be stored in a herbarium, A herbarium is a specialized collection of preserved plants that are organized and cataloged for scientific reference. Herbariums can store hundreds of thousands of these sheets from around the world. Every year, hundreds of scientists come to the museum to study these plants, and thousands are mailed across the globe for further study. But it's also possible to take detailed photos of the specimens so that scientists can study them without needing a physical copy. When high-quality pictures are taken of a specimen and its labeled information has been recorded as a text file, it has then been digitized. Digitizing gives people the opportunity to continue their research wherever they are around the world. Globally, millions of specimens have been digitized and shared in this way. But large gaps remain, and one of the biggest gaps is in African flowering plants. The Field Museum has approximately 3 million specimens, and about 1% of those are from Africa. Efforts are underway to address this gap through a project funded by the National Science Foundation. The African Flowering Plant Collection is currently being digitized and allows for a global access to a database called EMU. These African plants, which are currently underrepresented in the botanical world, will be more accessible for study and research. 
fostering a broader global re research community. By digitizing collections and making them available online, scientists can collaborate and explore the vast botanical diversity without being limited by physical distance. We spoke with collections assistant Wyatt Gaswick about the database and its capabilities to reach a global audience. You know, we have museum policies on how data is shared and all of our stuff is available to uh, the, the public. Uh, anybody can use it uh, as long as they give us attribution, uh, like credit, um, and that they're not directly using it for profit themselves. Um, other than that, it, we, we want everybody to use our information as much as they can. Um, one thing is that um, it's a very long-term sort of work. Uh, trying to digitize a whole herbarium and sometimes it feels like the progress can be very slow uh, so it can sometimes feel just a little bit depressing uh, if you're not making big strides but um, so just sticking with it over the long term can be a challenge um, and another problem I have is data that has disappeared over the years people get a bunch of specimens together that I need to work on and they originally have a bunch of information like when and where it was collected with the specimens and then that disappears and then uh, th then we don't know what to do with them anymore. The plants themselves are only getting older. Digitizing helps with the challenges of preserving plants. Factors like light, oxygen, temperature, and other natural causes lead to the degradation of specimens over time. Labels fade, leaves fall off, and specimens eventually become useless. Valuable information can be preserved forever because of digitization. Although the process is slow and it may appear that nothing is being completed, it is powerful when all of the data is combined. It requires those working with the collections to go through large portions of material, ensuring that important data is documented and accessible for future research. To fulfill this mission, a large number of scientists and volunteers are needed. Collections assistant Amber Shinovsky and teen volunteer Amelia are actively digitizing the African plant specimens to ensure that all of the plants in the collection are digitized by the September deadline. I am Amber Shinovsky. I am a collections assistant. I do the photography round, like background of that, and then I also do like the actual like transcription process, which is like the second step after um, we take the photos. So, you know, we see the setup here, take the photo, we rename it, and has like the barcode that we scan. So once those go into the system, doing the databasing, you basically look at the label that comes with the specimens, like the identifiers and all of that, where it was. Um, the locality, all of that stuff. So we go onto the portal and we kind of edit those um, labels to make them available on the internet. So you're not like looking at this label that's in German, you're like, I have no idea what this means. We have people on the other end um, transcribing that, um, basically translating and doing all of that. So yeah, I do most of the process, yeah. <laughs> And do you feel it's important to digitize the herbarium specimens? Absolutely, especially um, having a sustainability background, you learn about like climate change and like man, you know, made like deforestation and like all of that kind of stuff. Some of these species like may not even be in existence anymore. So the fact that we have like 
stuff in our collection from like the 1700s and like even like as much I think I see the most I see is like 1900s 1940 so like that amount of time and like how much like we as like humanity have like kind of like messed up the process of you know nature a lot of these things are gone so the fact that we have this huge collection that like is kind of non-existent and we're in the process of making it available is like huge because we can you know monitor different changes in the climate to see what's going on i mean even some of the um the lichen and bryophytes they're good bioindicators of climate change so the fact that we can like take all of this information and put it on the web to make it accessible for everybody i think it's huge and it's a really important process that we're doing and I never thought that like graduating I would have like something you know, I wasn't going to be doing something necessarily in my field like I was now it's really cool to see like this realm of like sustainability you know and like making sure that we're doing our part and um, you know just furthering science I'm Amelia I'm a volunteer and today I've been working on digitizing the African flowering plants. Today I've done about 350. I've been working since the morning, so um, about five hours. So for each one I take the specimen from a folder and then I have to line it up with the rectangle that the camera will take a photo of. And then I focus the camera and take the picture. And then after taking the picture, I have to scan the barcode on each specimen in order to link it so it's like you can easily find that specific specimen. And then at the end of the day, I'll white balance all of them as a batch. And then I'll, be, I'll export it and be done. Digitizing new and older African species in the collections is extremely important for research, science, and so much more. One significant aspect is the exploration of their medicinal benefits. African plants have a rich history of traditional healing practices with indigenous communities relying on them for various ailments. By digitizing plant specimens and associated information, scientists can delve into the chemical composition and therapeutic potential of these plants. This knowledge aids in the development of new medicines, contributes to global health care, and preserves valuable traditional knowledge. In our next episode, we'll look into the world of pharmaceutical botany and how using the Field Museum's African flowering plant collection allows researchers to explore ways for mankind to benefit. We'd like to give a special thanks to the botany team, Chrissy Christian, Matt Von Conrad, and Lucia Kawasaki. The Learning Center team, Chris Haslam, Carl Bittekoffer, Carla Burden, and our interviewees, Wyatt Gaswick, Amber Shanowski, and Amelia. This podcast would not have been possible without your help. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adventures in the Herbarium, Preserving African Plants. <laughs>